Hey, this is Joe Castiglione, and you're listening to Not Another Sox Podcast with Matt Caval, Matt LeBeau, and Jack Webster. Can you believe it? I just came to say goodbye. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Amigos, and welcome to episode 28 of Not Another Socks Podcast. I am Jack Webster here with Matt Galveo and Matt LeBeau. As always, fellas, the Red Sox are back. They're back. They are back. They are back. Dogs <laughs> are back, baby. They're so back. It's crazy. It's unbelievable, man. You could not ha- ask for a better week if you're a Red Sox fan. Especially this past weekend, going four for four against the Mariners, dude. Whew. Cannot ask for a better week. We we were a little on the edge after that uh, road trip in Atlanta and Texas. We're like, are we back? But I think this week really cemented the fact that the Sox are indeed back. Dude, they're so back. It's insane. And honestly, this is exactly. I'm I'm not, I'm not like trying to brag to my own horn, anything like that at all. But this is the blueprint that I like thought that this team would follow, which is like pitch well, start starting pitching is good, and then you hit well enough, and you don't really have to worry about the bullpen. Like the back end of the bullpen, it doesn't matter. This this is exactly how they're playing. Plus, they're coming back from like deficits, you know, four nothing, five nothing. This this the, the, I mean the Red Sox are back. They're obviously back, and what they're only like at this point three games out of a wild card spot, or maybe yeah. three and three, a half, three. or something like that. No, three. three, yeah. So I mean, dude, at the end, of the, like it's 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 still May, and they're so close to a wild card spot. I mean, this the team's back. They're so back. It's crazy. Yeah. Feels no, like I a mean, long... uh, it, it's great uh, just because you know. Uh, we were kind of hoping for this the entire season. It was almost at the point where we had to not lose hope. But if the things, if the way the team was uh, playing kept trending, uh, we could have be having a very different discussion right now. But we don't have to be because the Sox are back. Yep, hundred percent. Right. We we're just waiting for this, like you said, Jack. All so you know, these first you know month and a half, two months of the season, we were just waiting for. Just like consistently good play from this team for like a week stretch, like first, like baby steps. Now you have it. And there's a lot to feel good about this whole week. You know, you had Trevor Story had a big game, you know, a few nights ago. Then today you have the big moment with Franchi. Like you're just waiting. Like we were talking about this like so far all year you know, that they needed like a moment in the season that would tr- change yep. things. And I feel like this week you've had a couple of those moments, um, especially today. Um, and I think this can pro- I think this is something that can propel this team going forward and, and really change. I think this week, the Mariners series especially is one that you might look on, um, you know, in September and October where like you could say well, that series changed, you know, the way that the, the way the season was going. Right. There was multiple moments where you could look back. Like if you're if you're watching the, the documentary in your head, 
right? You're watching the, the 2022 World Series Championship documentary in your head. You're like, what's the, what was the turning point of the year? What was the moment? And this series was, I think, I think, I think you could say that this series was the moment because this series had moments, plural, like the Franchi, you know, walk off Grand Slam, like the Trevor Story three home run game, like the Trevor Story Grand Slam the exact next day. I mean, that's that's exactly what you need from this team, and, and that just gets you so fired up. Especially seeing Trevor Story, who has had such an issue um, getting the, the 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 ball rolling, I think that's that's such a big time series for him. Yeah, no, and of course, you know, I, I completely agree with you guys. The Mariner series is the one that's really going to stick out in the World Series DVD at the end of the year as the turning point. But that series against the Astros, too, taking two out of three. Uh, from a very good team was yes. as encouraging of a sign as anything because the Mariners, I feel like we just beat them every year. I don't know yeah. what our lifetime record is, but it has to be like 107. Like, uh, yeah, no, I agree. Like, it, it really feels like the Mariners are never an actual challenge to us, and apparently not the rest of baseball since the iPod outlasted <laughs> them in their playoff drought. So, uh, rest in peace. But. Uh, it was nice to have that uh, Trevor Story game tying home run in that first game, uh, and then we don't even need to talk about that second game. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, obviously the Nick Bavetta complete game masterpiece as well on um, that Thursday. Not to get lost in the shuffle of everything. Yeah, I mean, dude, wow! Like you, just, you, you feel so good. You feel so good about this team, and it makes you excited to come on here and talk about this team. And this is this is where like it gets you know it gets fun. Like we, dude, we, you put in a lot of time where it's the off season and it sucks, and then you put in a lot of time where it's like the the, the team doesn't play well. And now this is like, dude, this is fun. Like this is great to watch. It's compelling, and you have guys that are stepping up. Um, hopefully they can just keep it going because they're dude, they're they're a good team. This is a good team. This is officially a good team. This is officially a good team. No one can say anything besides the fact that they're a good team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you you know, you really you knew this was a good team because of what they, they were able to I mean, so many of this the core was, you know, that went on a run last year came back. And I mean, it's not something that you you always knew the team had it in them, but for whatever reason, it just wasn't clicking early on. And now you're like you said, you're starting to see what you know we saw last year with with a lot of these guys and what they were able to do. And now they're starting to put it all together. You get guys like Story, Pavetta, you know, guys that were struggling early on, they get going. And then I really do think the 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 Franchi Grand Slam today almost makes you feel even better just because it's it's not a guy that's a regular in the lineup. It almost makes you feel like when those guys step in and they have big moments, it almost makes the moment Absolutely. feel even better because it's just some it's just a guy like Franchi that, you know, was in Worcester earlier Dude, this, you know, this year and he comes up and he gets a big hit that could really turn your season around. So um, there's just so much to, to like uh, about, you know, what happened, you know, th these last few nights. 
you know, it takes a full roster of, uh, you know, guys to actually have a World Series caliber team. We saw that in 2018. We saw that with every championship team that we've had here, too. There's always going to be those role players like Franchi, um, like Ploiecki, like uh, even Schreiber, who's uh, been doing great out of the bullpen for us out of nowhere. Uh, it really does take that full 40-man roster in order to, you know, actually be competitive and to feel like we're even missing a lot of our 26-man roster uh, for the first few weeks of the season. So now it's nice to get some of those guys rolling, get the guy like uh, Franchi going, and, you know, start to piece together the bullpen a little bit more as well. Now you feel like a lot lot more well-rounded team than even two weeks ago when I was shouting at the top of my lungs for how fucking mad I was at this team. Yeah, no. (laughs) Absolutely. I think also one thing that we could probably all relate to three of us, right. Is the fact that we've all worked in minor league sports. We know that the the direct impact that maybe one guy that comes up from, you know, whether it be AAA or the AHL in, in a hockey sense, right. Could have an impact on the team. You never know when it's going to happen. And in this case, obviously it's, it's, you know, I'm not saying that Franchi is going to, hit for the triple crown but he's obviously having a very positive impact on this team and giving the ability to not play Bobby Dahlbeck against right-handed pitching yeah so you never know what it's going to happen you never know what the circumstances is going to be where someone is going to have a huge impact obviously we we know we know the prospects we know the prospects that are dwelling in Worcester and then also double a in Portland but like those unsung heroes of maybe who are like past the point of like prospect, what would be the term prospectitude, right? Yeah. Like Francis, like he's, he's yeah, Yeah. That's definitely a word. He's <laughs> not a prospect, right? He's past the point of prospectitude, but he's like, he's like, a, he's like a majorly worthy player, but he is in triple A. Yeah. Now he comes up and he makes that instant impact because he's been dying to get, to that point. And you see that in hockey all the time. So I think that that's something that we can all probably relate to. We've yeah. probably all seen that. Yeah. Shout out P. Bruins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Paw Sox. Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, RIP. Yeah, yeah. Jack's grinded in minor league baseball for a long time. He has. Oh, Jack's, the only, Jack's the only person on this show that that has worked for both Rhode Island minor league sports teams. I mean, both Rhode Island, forget the term minor league, both Rhode Island professional sports teams. Yeah. I mean, that's very, dude, that's like, he's seen, you know, plenty. From a guy that's not originally from Rhode Island, I am the most roadie at this point in terms of sports affiliated. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah, Buddy Sancy's actually my dad. (laughs) By the way, it's always so great, like, watching old Family Guy episodes and getting all the, like, slight Rhode Island jokes that, like, nobody else gets. Like, the high school being named Buddy Cianci High School. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, James Woods and all that other shit. Now, yeah. now I finally I can appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean, dude, there's so many Rhode Island references in Family Guy. It's, it's... Yeah. I, 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 I dude, when I was a kid, I was like, dude, this is just normal. But then you, you grow <laughs> up, and it's like this is not normal at all. Like, this, no, this is like something to be appreciated. It's awesome. 
Awesome. Rhode Island's a big baseball state. It the, is. The, yeah, it is. Dude, the Family Guy episodes where, like, they make Red Sox references are always the funniest. Like, there was one of Quagmire watching uh, the the game on his phone at a, at a wedding. And he was, dude, he was watching it and he goes, ah, Ortiz, stop swinging a junk. And literally, that is like, I, I couldn't relate to anything more in my entire yeah, life, yeah, like, yeah. At, at all. Like, that's, and then there's one where, like, Peter catches a fucking home run from Xander Bogarts. That, dude, that was fucking hilarious. Like, you just can't, you can't, it's, it's possible to relate to anything more. Like, that's. I, I think they actually had McCoy Stadium in one of the episodes. No, they did. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Jack was actually in Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I am Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not a bad laugh right there. <laughs> Were you there for the Hot Wieners? Uh, no, I, uh, that was the year after I left. But oh. I, I do have a Hot Wieners hat. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> we we actually, we do need to put together a uh, Woo Sox outing sometime and let the fans know. Oh, yeah, 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 I would love to. The yeah, Booster Club is a fan of the show. They exactly. are exactly. Yeah. They're great. They're great. Uh, shout out to Joe B, Vice President of some operations there that follows us as well. Oh wow, we got some front office guys from uh, yeah, Woo Sox following us. Wow, we do. Yeah, nice. That's nice. big. We're you we're gonna be it. the. Uh, Jack's going to be the GM at one point. Oh, yeah. Ne- de- definitely, yeah. I, I definitely I know it. a whole lot about doing that type of stuff. I could see it. I could see it. I'd, um, I'd love to. Uh, I, I think we should work on our – honestly, I think we should work on our next Fenway outing because yeah. that, that's very important. Yeah. Now, we, we, we'll we uh, start to plan more. Um, I know Matt LeBeau is really busy uh, winning us. Uh, <laughs> slow pitch softball games on his own, <laughs> 27 to 12. He uh, was crushing down some cold ones today. Really took it yep. like a champion instead of uh, going to a baseball game with us. He he really had to show up that um, other team and, uh, you know, make sure <laughs> Medicare Joe uh, had a fighting chance. <laughs> Shout out to Medicare Joe, 27 to 12. Great win today. Excellent. We're two and two. Come we're, we're 500, back to 500. Man. We're back to 500. Back to 500. And again, I, I'm 0 and 3 at Fenway this year. Maybe I, maybe I should stop going. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you also you also gave away the tickets for the best game of the year. Which I know. I'm I'm Jack, I'm so I'm so grateful that you did that because that helps our show. But at the end of the day, like, dude, that that is unbelievably bad luck. That you yeah. gave away the tickets for the <laughs> Nick Pavetta game. I just like I literally shouted it out at the end of the podcast last week. Like, does anybody want these? And I got zero biters. I was like, I will literally just at least make sure somebody's able to go to this game. And uh, it looks like uh, the guy that did had a very good time. Where we we do follow through with our giveaways. We can confirm that. So yep. um, no, he did. He yeah. did. He had a great time. So literally, I, I was hitting myself a little bit over that one. Jack, we really appreciate you giving away the tickets. That was very commendable. Again, greatly appreciate it. Helps the show. It does suck, though. That was that was definitely the best game of the year. But yeah, so far, I mean, there's going to be more games. We're going to go to more games. We're going to go to a lot of games, and also in the in in, in the playoffs, this team's going to make the playoffs. I don't care what yeah. anyone says. 
fuck you if you don't think they're going to make the playoffs. You're an absolute <laughs> clown. They're going to make the playoffs. We're going to go to the playoffs. It's going to be fucking absolutely electric. We're going to tell all the Guidos to go home. And if you're yeah, yeah. the Blue Jays, we're going to tell all the fucking Canadians to go home. It's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely yeah. electric. And here's the thing. We're going to face the Yankees in the playoffs, and we're going to fucking beat them again. And we yeah, are. Right? No, they're we really are. so high right now just for a team that they know they're going to lose in the playoffs because Aaron Boone is just the worst fucking manager, and Aaron uh, Judge are uh, just the softest little baby boy in the entire fucking world. Oh, no, I hit two home runs, and we won the game. Boy, I could have <laughs> hit a third if it wasn't for the new wall. And the Yankees fans are just the first to complain about when, like, oh, that would have been a home run in 29 other ballparks. But meanwhile, DJ LeMahieu, it's a grand slam into the first row. It's only a home run at Yankee Stadium. And they they get so defensive, like, it's it's a home run all the same. And like, they, they're just the most fucking Dude, hypocritical 100%. fans you'll ever fucking see. And to cry after hitting a two-homer game will just show that this team is just not World Series mentality. They're not. I don't know if they realize. I don't know if the Yankees and Yankee fans realize that they have to be one of the two best teams in the American League. Uh, and if they're not, they don't get a buy into the first round. So they have to play a wild card team in the first round of the playoffs. That's how it works. Like, right. if you're not one of the two best teams in the American League. So, like, dude, they could easily play the Red Sox in the first round. And they could lose. Like, I don't know if they realize that. But, you, dude, like, and I'm not saying that the Yankees need to keep their foot on the gas. Like, you, you're, they're, I'm not saying they're letting up. But... They like this is becoming like just a bunch of it's a, it's diva baseball like they're just divas and and yeah. Josh Donaldson is a racist piece of shit like let's yeah. get that out of the way real fast Josh Donaldson is a racist piece of shit and like the only thing I hate more than Yankee fans are racists so that that's, that's, that's the Venn diagram is basically a circle. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> you mean to tell me the individuals that will throw trash on the field might also be racist and bad people? <laughs> You're telling me the guy with the fucking mullet with the side shaved off might be racist? Yeah, he's definitely racist. He's definitely uh, racist. And the he literally said it. Word was so bad, too. He, dude, he literally he tweeted, he was like, the, every other All-Star game sucks besides Major League Baseball and the NHL. I'm like, dude, all right. That, I mean, that's kind of racist. Like, yeah. I, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with him. Like, the, <laughs> honestly, every All-Star game sucks besides MLB. But, the like, where he put NHL in there, that's what made it racist. Because, like, the NHL All-Star game sucks. The only good yeah. All-Star game is MLB It's All-Star the game. worst. It's the worst. It, the only good All-Star game is MLB All-Star game. That's it. That's it. That's the only good All-Star game is the MLB All-Star game. But the fact that he put the NHL in there, he, he dude, that was like just him being straight up racist. Like that, he was like, "All right, the only dude, like he was talking about the NBA, and he was like, this is embarrassing." And like, all right, fine, it, I I actually don't disagree. But if you're gonna put the MLB and the NHL in there, then you're just, dude, I just, I just think like that's where it gets like a little like spicy. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, no, they, uh, Jack, like you were saying about the. Um, uh, the judge, the judge comment after the game. It's like the the Yankees, like they, and then they want like the fans wonder why they're like the most hated organization 
probably in sports, um, you know, across all, you know, all the major sports. I mean, they just comments like that. It's like, oh, I would have had a third one if it wasn't for the new wall. Yeah. You know, the Donaldsons. It's just like crybaby, like stuff. It and it's like, yeah. it's, I would have went to like, state if I didn't blow up my hamstring. Right. And I love that there was like a, there was like a parody, like, um, baseball account that had like the fake tweet from, uh, Cedric Mullins. And he was like, dude, I could literally bunt a home run at your, at your park. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was funny shit. Dude, th- those fake quotes, uh, just getting actual people are just unbelievable. Yeah. Our boy Kyle Sullivan fell victim to one of them as he well. R.I.P. R.I.P. Kyle. R.I.P. It was a tough look. It was a tough look. Yeah, New York, <laughs> New York uh, Porch Sports. That's one of the better accounts on Twitter. It is absolutely hilarious. It's like it, it's obviously just all parodies of what yeah. the New like, and that's the funny thing. The New York Post is almost a parody in itself. Yeah, like. Like they they're, they're, they they tweet such ridiculous bullshit, and their headlines are so ridiculous that you would think it's a parody. But then New York Port Sports, who's run by Yankee Librarian, shout out him. He's very very good, very very funny, and he just takes it to the next level. And it's 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 hard to decipher if it's legit. And Kyle Sullivan, biggest fan of the show, he did get got, and I I do feel bad. That's, you hate to see it. I don't. You do. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the first, he, dude, he was he he mentioned it, and I was like, "Oh, Kyle got got. Dude, that sucks. He got <laughs> fucking got. That sucked." Kyle and now and now everybody knows it too. Yeah, he, everybody he, knows. He didn't have to talk about this at all, but here we are. <laughs> we basically putting him on blast. We yeah. are. Oh, we are. We are. We are. But it's it's easy to get got because. The, it's like it's, it's a spoof on the New York Post, and they do tweet ridiculous shit, especially like with John Heyman. Also, yeah. shout out, shout oh, out yeah. to everyone that hates John Heyman. If you hate John Heyman, you're a friend of the show. He's such a fucking pussy and such a piece of shit. He's such a New York piece of shit. And this year, he's, he's like such a being, puppet. He is. He is. He's such a puppet, and he's being extra this year, like with 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 everything. He's being so extra this year. Honestly, it's Dude, unbelievable. what's gotten into that guy? It's unbelievable. Scott Dude, I don't Morris. understand. That's what <laughs> yeah. Scott Boris is he, fucking that throat. Like Scott Boris just wants Xander to get traded, so there isn't a qualifying offer attached to him in the offseason. And like and he's playing John Heyman like yeah, say the Red Sox are bad, so that way other teams think they might actually get an opportunity. But, like, I, he's still going to just continue this fucking narrative because he's not going to back down. Yeah. He, yeah. The only reason he gets any stories ever is because he will just tweet out this nonsensical shit from teams, from owners, to, right. you know, get any fucking rat edge that he can. Yeah, he's such a rat. He's such a New York fucking rat. And, and, like, dude, he's such a, a Boris guy. He's such a Yankee guy. Like, dude, why would you not tweet about Xander Bogarts being traded? If you were a Boris guy and you were a Yankee guy, like, that, that's a perfect storm. Like, he, I mean, I, I hate the guy, but he's just – I mean, he's kind of doing his job. I just wish that, like, he just wouldn't bring the whole team into it. Like, if you want to tweet about Bogarts being traded, like, that's fine. 
But don't like, dude, don't automatically say the Red Sox are going to be forced to sell because of like, like one bullpen pitcher. He was like, the Red Sox might have to sell because why? Because like they're they have a bullpen that's like not great. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't, dude. We, we can get a bullpen arm. I I think you know absolutely that that's something that's gonna actually be on the table moving forward and proving this team instead of tearing it down. We got pieces to do. We we still got time to figure things out. There's not going to be any major trades within the next month anyways. But, like, as long as this team keeps playing well, there's reasons to add in multiple positions where we can get better at. And, you know, if we can't figure that out internally, we do have the prospects to actually get impactful pieces. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and that's what makes this, you know, this last week, you know, big as well is that, now, if you're if you're Red Sox management, right? If you're Heim Bloom, um, you see what this team can do. You see, okay, that this team can make a run. They they have they have a future here. They have you know the season's not over. Um, obviously, they're they're they've played very good baseball here, um, and this this Mariners series especially shows. Obviously, like we mentioned earlier, what this team can do going forward. They have the talent to make a run. Um, and, and that proves to Heim Bloom that, hey, we can improve this team. This team is worthy of, you know, being improved, adding pieces to make a run because they've showed that they can do it. Um, so definitely, you know, at some point this summer, you know, before the deadline, I'm sure they'll they'll be looking to add, you know, barring nothing major happening. Um, you know, if they keep going the way they are now, I think, yeah, you they'll they'll definitely be in the in in the mix to uh, you know to add some bullpen arms or maybe add a first baseman or you know Josh Bell different holes. Yeah, <laughs> you've been big on that. You've been big on the Josh Bell. It, it just makes too much sense. He's a free agent at the end yeah. of the year. He can even play a little right field if Cassis is ready uh, by the end of the season, and that way you don't have to rush him either. And we can get Bobby Dahlbeck back down to Worcester. Or actually, Worcester for the first time. He's never been there. I, I heard it's great yeah. this time of year. There's a brewery <laughs> right there. You're going to love it. You're going to love it, Bobby. Worcester's yeah, part of Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> He'll love it. He's going to love it. Apartments in Worcester. Yeah. Well, Bobby D's search up. history. Yeah. <laughs> Apartments.com. We'll... <laughs> He's on Zillow right now. Yeah. We, we might Craigslist uh, looking for a good deal with some roommates. Yeah. <laughs> They're away for the summer for our uh, uh, spring break or for summer break, and um, uh, they just need someone to fill the spot. Dude, Bobby Dahlbeck's gonna be going to like roommate mixers, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a roommate. Yeah. Jack, you might have to room with him. Maybe you can move up to Worcester for the summer. I got a dog cage. <laughs> you'll tweet a picture of like bobby dahlbeck in the dog cage be like i'm not letting him out <laughs> yeah until you hit 200 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm it's sure been Pete nice not having to yell at the red sox social media team too yep i know they've they, had it this last week must have been such a relief for them like not having to just get shit on like every night they, they they still do probably by their parents. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Ryan Brazier finally was option, so we did yep. let Wally and Tessie out of the cage. They, they were they're out. Eating, they're they're out. eating many cats right now. You don't need to worry about them. They, they're they were getting fat fucking faces. They were getting pretty hungry at, at one point. Yeah. They were. No, we didn't have enough. We didn't were. have enough cats. Yeah. Well, it was just not enough. Cats. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, the it it's the perfect time of year. You know, the felines are just kind of running around Fenway Park, just yeah. really meowing and getting out there. So uh, it's been pretty clean now. It's been pretty clean. You're not seeing too many strays around the area. <laughs> I just love whenever we start talking about feral cats and Matt LeBeau just looks like he just wants to die. Honestly, no. <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious. Honestly, I think it's hilarious. He's just waiting for the cease and desist and the podcast to be over. No, really, I, I, I think it's hilarious. I do. I do. I, I honestly I'm just a little I'm just a little I'm just a little bit tired. I had a long day. I'm yeah. sure somebody. I think in, the Wally Cat thing is is absolutely hilarious. I I would love to see like I'm sure somebody from the Red Sox like you know social media team has probably somebody seen has to. that. Somebody has somebody to have has seen to. that by that point. And like <laughs> I wonder what like when you, if you're working for the social media team for the Red Sox and you come across that like I would love to see what their reaction is somebody after seeing yeah. Somebody has to know. Somebody has to know that we have created Wally the monster, which is just just a, a cat eating psychopath. And yeah. even if even if they don't know that it's us that created that, somebody has to know that that is the thing that's out there. Yeah, like they just have to. It's impossible for them not to. Truly. Yeah, no, that, what... we're making waves. We're making waves. I think people are finally starting <laughs> with us. That also was on Wikipedia for like a while too. <laughs> like two months, at least a month. It was, a month. That's like that's actually a, a pretty long time. Like that's like, <laughs> dude, that's unbelievable that it was out there for that long. We and we you, got uh, photos of it too, so that's all that matters. Yes, we have we have proof. Great, great, great photographs. Great <laughs> photographs. Screenshots on Wikipedia. It, it's hard to beat that. It really is. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about the games at all? Like like the the Mariners games or Yeah, let, I mean it, let, let's start off with that Trevor Story three home run game because he had one against the Astros, which was nice, but like he jumped his offensive stats from like an eighty wins created plus to like a one fifteen and like started to take the lead in RBIs at second Literally. base in the American League, just like out of nowhere, like just unbelievable game, dude. I think he raised his OPS by what, like at least a hundred points. Uh, dude, a hundred points over a hundred points. Mm. I mean, that's dude, that's unreal for one, one or two games. I mean, one game, and he had a stolen base too. Yeah, and it was a nice stolen base. It really didn't like matter too much, but. Like you swipe third with one out, and that's a big time stolen base. You swipe third with one out, and dude, Red Sox fans are gonna like you because you're literally like putting yourself in a position to score a run. Like that's dude, that's awesome. 
This is the coming out. This is easily the coming out party for Trevor's story. This is fantastic. Right. I mean, it's got to feel good for him personally just to have a game like this because obviously, you know, everyone's seen his struggles early on. Um, And we knew, obviously, we know he's he's a fantastic player. Um, and he knew it was coming and just for, for it to be, I think it's even better for it to be at home. It was at Fenway. He's got three bombs. Um, he's got to just, that, that's got to be something that just makes you feel really good. If you're Trevor story, you know, to do that in front of the Fenway fans, um, you know, to have just such a big game with the three home runs, a stolen base, um, and and I think that that's a game that obviously hopefully propels him going forward, and we we see the Trevor story that we saw you know with the Rockies for for those years. Yeah, no, and oh. we see him actually start to recognize breaking balls in the zone, and I think that was something that he was really or really affected him not having that full spring training, not having this regular start that we've talked about like a hundred times on the show already. So now it feels like this is the actual player that. We signed, and thank God we didn't sign Marcus Semyon oh my or God, uh, uh, Marcus Stroman or a handful of other guys. Because right now, he, uh, Trevor Story's looking like a whole lot better deals than some of the guys that we all wanted in this offseason. Dude, that's Maybe crazy. Sully Suzuki. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, it, it's uh, he's played you know great uh, defense as well. Um, uh, especially you know learning the position. He's obviously sticking there, even when Xander had to be taken out of the game the other night. Cora kept him at second, so it's clear that he just wants him there for the entirety of the season, and no matter what, unless if it's a true, true emergency situation, I'm sure. Yeah. If you're uh, also real quick, if you're the girl that posted the Patrick Star meme, uh-huh. uh, Trevor's story saying that uh, you know why don't we spend the Trevor story money on bullpen pitchers, then. Stop listening to the show right now. Uh, yeah. You're not welcome, but also sup, but you're also not welcome. He, um, he was, she's been very quiet since. Very then. quiet. Not one baseball tweet. Not one baseball <laughs> tweet since. So, that's, I mean, that's maybe okay. just, yeah, maybe she was just out of her league a little bit. That's okay. I mean, it is what it is. There was a lot of people that jumped down her throat um, figuratively, but, um, I mean that's that's how it is. I mean, you say something dumb like that, and you got people. Dude, Red Sox Twitter is going to come after you. Oh, Red yeah. Sox Twitter is is a dangerous is a dangerous game. Honestly. Dude, when they <laughs> dig up those, and we're subject fans. to it too. We're subject to it as oh, well. We yeah. are. We, we are. Take. We'll we'll wear that on the chest. We're do we wearing the crosshairs? Obviously, absolutely, hundred percent. Um, yeah, you better if you don't, dude. You better come correct. You better come correct. That's how it works. Period. Period. Also, Alex Cora is getting fired by the All Star break. Yes, yeah. <laughs> bastards. Yeah, yeah. Bastard says Alex Cora is out. Alex Cora is out. Hey, I'd love to know what they think right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they must be so mad that the Red Sox are winning and that they can't complain about the team. Dude, Tony, dude, that's all it is. Dude, after today's game, Tony Maz is like punching the air, dude. Like, what are we gonna talk? What are me and Felga gonna talk about tomorrow? The team's doing well. Sports Hub's definitely punching the air. Has, when was the last time Tony Maz has been on? Been on? I don't know, actually. I think it's been a while. Dude, but I really like he's only signed for X amount of games. I think 
it's clear that it's going to be uh, Kevin Euclid moving he, forward. He's unbelievable. That spot. Euclid is good, and he's only going to get better. He's only going to yeah. get better. I've noticed he's got a, a few great hiccups. It's fine though. They're not big ones. They're not big ones. I just I think like I would like to see more accurately. I mean, Eck is 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 the best there is. So I don't know. He's done less games than normal. You know. I think that's his own choice, though. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's he's on the older side. You know, like he's just trying to get tan in Florida, man. He's just yeah. trying to, you know, trying to enjoy. Bronze. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. It, talking about the broadcast, we do have to talk about uh, Dave O'Brien, Manny. I know we we usually shit on him, but he actually had a really good call on that Franchi Homer. He did. No, he really did. He did. He did. Galveo loves O'Brien. Yeah. Big <laughs> yeah. Big, I'm a big O'Brien guy. Yeah. He loves O'Brien. No, no, no. Ob had a good call on the Franchi. On the I mean, at least he didn't say Finnegan's Rainbow again. Yeah, no, yeah. he he really did have a good call, and that was an exciting moment. That was the most exciting moment of the year so far. Not only that, like, but at that point where you've won that many games in a row, like that's dude. That I mean, this team is 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 legit. This team is absolutely legit. This is fun to watch. Just where was that when you hit a game-winning home run in game 162 in the ninth inning? Yeah. Like, we're, like that, it was, that was the right energy for today for the Franchi call. We can all agree. But, like, where has this been? Because you saw it a lot in 2018, and then obviously team was kind of bad in 19 and 20. But, like, it, it, we, we need more excitement like this. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. We didn't even talk about any of the other games. Uh um <laughs> uh, story hit that grand slam and uh jbj that three-run homer in the second game of the series also huge shout out jb jesus fucking yeah. crushing it he he like have you looked at his home and away numbers they're absolutely ridiculous no like, but he, i do know that tim john loves jbj he's the biggest <laughs> jbj fan ever and honestly like i thought that was a, i thought that was a shtick after he won the jbj bobblehead but dude, he is like, he has stayed true to being like the biggest JBJ fan that I know. And he no, won I the JBJ bottle. His name, he had JBJ in his bio already, and I was like, oh, that's cool as shit that we actually found the one JBJ fan out there. <laughs> that, dude, that was, you know, stayed loyal and true throughout the years. He's a diehard JBJ fan, and I still cannot believe he won the JBJ bobblehead. But dude, honestly, Jackie has a. a Definite place on this team, being a defensive replacement, being a guy that can maybe hit a bomb every now and then, runs the base as well, is a veteran guy who, you know, is going to offer advice to the younger guys. I, I, he definitely has a place on this team. Um, could I say the same about Dahlbeck? You know, I don't know. Could I say the same about maybe Arroyo? Probably not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Arroyo had a bomb today. That was a great, great, great shot. But other than that, I mean, he's been, dude, he's been terrible this year. So, I mean, is Jackie the next one to go? No, it's probably Dahlbeck, right? After that, though, if, if hypothetically someone else goes, then I think it's either him or it's either him or Arroyo. Right? Yeah, I mean, 
hopefully it doesn't get to that point and uh you know hopefully the team just stays healthy and that does become an issue if there is somebody that you need to call up later down uh later on in the road or anything like that but um there there's clear replacements for those types of dudes as well let's say you know uh jonathan aru starts breaking you can theoretically just swap him and christian arroyo out uh, i don't know what yep. uh, royals contract situations like if he has any options left i honestly would probably doubt it at this point but um uh, he, he's a guy that you know you would like it to have as organizational depth, but obviously, you know, you have your pre- sometimes pressed to put the best team out there when you are trying to win a World Series like we are this year. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, White, Sox, White Sox just beat the Yankees. Real quick. Just beat the Yankees. Twice today. Twice today. But just, it just happened just now. They just Round beat the Yankees. Round of applause. Round of applause. Hey, we got the White Sox next. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They used up all their wins on the Yankees there. It's okay. <laughs> they, did. they did. Yankees 0-2 since Josh Donaldson was racist. Yep. <laughs> don't look. That is a tough one. The White look. Sox are 2-0. You love to see that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, going on off of, like, you know, the JBJ, you know, you, you did have a lot of um, – you had some big – some nice moments from guys at the bottom of the order – you know, like obviously you mentioned JBJ, we mentioned Franchi with the Grand Slam today. Um, and then also, you know, Vasquez had that go-ahead RBI um, in the eighth uh, last night. Um, so it was nice to see those guys, um, you know, that don't normally produce a ton of offense, you know, have, you know, nice moments um, this weekend. So that was definitely uh, encouraging to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go Sox, dude. Socks are so fucking back. She'll do the socks are back. You're a dunce. Yeah, we have a pretty easy schedule for essentially the next month now. Absolutely. This is a good time to really take advantage of this. Dude, that's what I I said like multiple times on Twitter. It's like, dude, this this the best part about this run is after the White Sox, you literally play Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Oakland. Like if you can't string together some wins against those teams. They should be well over 500 after that stretch, after that 10-game stretch. And then you face teams. L.A. for four. Then we, we have another three-game set against the Seattle Mariners. And like I'm saying, we're 100 games versus seven against them over the last 20 years now. So that's another three wins. And then we face Oakland again. Like, 107. Print their shirts. 107. 107, <laughs> print their shirts. Well, it, it's about to be uh, 110 and 7, so we'll wait till after yeah. the series is done. We, we, yep. we don't want to, you know, have to keep changing the shirt every year. We're going to be done with them for the season. We're not going to see them in the playoffs, so it's not like it's yep. going to matter. Yeah. It's true. 110 I feel so bad seven. for the Mariners, though. I do. I know. They, they're really talented. They signed Robbie Ray. I was like, dude, this team's really good, you know. Um. And then just yeah, I mean you count dude, you come into Fenway get your fucking doors blown off. And honestly, I'm just very happy about it. But yeah, I mean I just thought they would be a lot better. Yeah. Well, they still got time. I mean, people were saying the same thing about us, but yep. it's hard it's harder to see with the Mariners, just given the team history. Yep. Exactly. Quick shout out to fucking JD Devers and Bogarts, the fucking core of the team, just absolutely crushing it right now. Dude, they fuck. 
They do. Yeah. They really do. I mean, they just must be getting so much ass just thrown at them right now. <laughs> I mean, they're all hitting above 300, and I know a batting average isn't like the best factor or, or the best thing to determine how good a player is, but um, they're just they're just crushing it right now. They're awesome. So Xander is he is he single or does he have a girlfriend or? Well, he tweeted that ass pick way back in the day, dude. Oh, yeah. Right when he came up, dude, he tweeted that 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 thong pick, and he just randomly tweeted. It was just it was just ra- a random tweet. It was just like a nude. Uh, everyone was like, "All right, dude, like this is nuts." And then he deleted Twitter, and he was like, "I'm talking about Twitter." Yeah, you can't trust himself. He can't, dude. He just, he just tweet. He's just over here tweeting aspects, and she looks great, honestly. Like, I'll be the first one to say, like, that was a really good picture. But, uh, dude, imagine dude, I, who just, knows if he's single. Dude, imagine yeah. if he is. I mean, I mean, if if he is, and you know, he's just playing the way he is right now, and he's just like a single guy. Imagine like him in like the seaport, dude, just like absolutely he's crushing it. He's yeah. getting ass thrown. You don't he's, even have. He, he's a great looking guy. Like, even oh, if he yeah. wasn't a professional baseball player, I think he would clean up. Yeah. He's a good looking guy. Like, yeah. But, dude, the Some fact might even he, say he's the most handsome man on the team. Uh, yeah, you can make the argument. Right? I, that, I, I make that argument. I, I think he's yeah. a very regal man. No, you could definitely make the argument. I'm trying to think of like who would be maybe yeah. like up but, there. But, Let's, Probably let's Alex say, Cora. Let's rate who's dude. like sexy and who's fugly on this team. Well, Dahlbeck. Dol, Dahlbeck. Dol, yeah, he, he's but he's, he's like he's young. He's got like a like a young young vibe. Like he's not like a like he's not like a man to me. No, like, he's yeah. like he's more like he's a young. Twenty seven though. Kid. He, he, no, he, he looks he younger than he is. is. Yeah, but he just doesn't strike. He kind of seems like, like he's almost like, like a he's like a frat boy kind of. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Who else Nate is like Sanders. a stud? Who of all the uh, yeah, Nate of Aldi. I think he's oh, yeah, yeah, Nate, get it. Yeah. yeah, nasty Nate. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. get it. <laughs> um, JBJ is pretty JBJ. handsome. JBJ's handsome guy. A JD is obviously very yeah. handsome. Uh, uh, JBJ is also yoked. You have to factor that in. Who's that? Yep, Kike. Oh, Kike. Kike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's very handsome. Yep. Yeah. Um, pitchers. Pitchers. Not the best-looking pitching staff in, no. the, in, in the major leagues, but... I'm glad we don't have a good-looking pitching staff outside of Nate. You you want some dirt dogs in there. Yep. Big I feel fuzz. like Tanner Houck would look better if he actually oh, shaped no, the mustache. No, I'm sorry. No, Tanner Houck. Tanner Houck's the best-looking guy. He's got the tattoos yeah. going. I'm sorry. Tanner Houck's the best-looking guy. The team is not even close. It is. Yeah, but Locke yeah. looks like the guy you want to bring home to mom. Like, yeah, yeah. he's like a wholesome guy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like he, he's, Big, he's handsome, but like he's just very clean cut. Big fudge. Big fudge. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Yep. Uh, but no, Tanner Howe is just absolute. Like he's like got like that Jax Tower. Like he's dude. He's oh sexy. yeah, yeah. Tanner Howe straight sexy. Honestly, I think it's like, the it's the ta- he's tatted up. You know, they dude, love. Him. No, he he's sexy as fuck. He really is. Um, it looks like a meth head. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Strom. Strom looks fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Same he, kind of thing. He, exactly. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, who else is even on this fucking team? Robles is, you know, I mean. Yeah. He's fine. Um, he's like, yeah. He's all right. 
Erod, Erod was a pretty good looking guy. I think Erod, Erod was, was yeah. I'll give them. I'll give him that. Yeah. Devers is like, like he's just a kid, so you can't really judge him on how sexy he is. It's just inappropriate. We're not gonna go there. Right. <laughs> Rich, that's I, yeah. Rich, Rich Hill is like Rich Hill. he's like uh, he's like a sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Hill's a sugar daddy. Um. Uh, ugliest Vasquez, maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I, um, he kind of has like just—I don't even know how to describe it. Like a almost like a pig face. I don't know. <laughs> he does. No, he does. I, yeah, I mean, Vasquez is definitely up there. I mean, Verdugo's like Verdugo's like not like. Honest, I feel like Verdugo honest, could clean up nice if he wanted to. Yeah, he could. No, he could. But like. I don't think he's like an attractive guy. Like I think he's like very middle of the road. I wouldn't say he's one of the ugliest on the teams. I mean, Devers is like Devers is cute, you know, like especially because yeah. when he yeah, hits he's like an adorable fifty foot bomb. Like, yeah, and dude, I'd be like, I want to hug this guy. Yeah, but like he's not, he's not like sexy. You know? Yeah, no, no, yeah. he's definitely not. He, yeah, he's like definitely you not said, sexy. he's he's more of like 14. just like <laughs> right. We really we, we could get arrested. We could what? get arrested for this segment. Yeah, we yeah. Talk about Devers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, especially when he's like trotting around the bases, dude. After you just blasted a home run, he's just like so like, like you said, you want to give him a hug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know who one one we forgot in the good looking category, Michael Waka. Michael Waka's a great. Yeah, guy. I was thinking that. And, and we we have a sexy manager too. I know the beard wasn't good for the team, but he that did was, look that good. That was a good look, though. He looked, yeah. dude. He looked great. Good luck. Yeah. He he Ima Udoka. He, he was giving those Ima Udoka vibes. Honestly. Yeah. He he should never have a beard again. Uh, it's unfortunate. Like have the beard in the off season. That that's perfect. But yeah. while, while the Red Sox are playing, you cannot have a beard. It is scientifically proven at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, can't happen. I think but, uh, it's. Uh, I think on that note, I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely a good episode. Hopefully, you know, uh, we'll be back next week uh, with uh, you know more good content. Uh, not screaming at the top of our fucking lungs, but uh, the socks are back, so we don't need to worry about that. Too right. Much. No, they're socks are so back. It's disgusting. so fucking it's back. Good. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh. Socks it back, kid.